Welcome to Star Trek Sucks. I'm Jack, and I am here on the crew quarters of the Starship Enterprise. We are having dinner with Mark and Emily White. I am getting increasingly drunk and trying to ignore Emily's uh, more and more clumsy attempts to hit on me. Across the table from me is Leo. He's spending way too long summarizing the ep- an episode of an obscure uh, 20th century... It's called Firefly. Firefly. Uh, <laughs> 21st century space western and he's been talking about it for a very long time it's a really good show what's up will i don't know why mark and emily haven't seen it and i don't know why you haven't seen it since we're all space basically space cowboys i mean it's like basically about us i've seen it it's i can i'm just good well, at, i don't know why mark and emily haven't i'm seen good at it. talking to people <laughs> it's a really good show mm. that's all i'm saying is it's a really good show and if they haven't seen it they should see it mm. I mean, we've got the holodeck now. You could be part of the, you know, you can you could be on. It just it just seems to me that if they wanted to see it, they could just go see it, and then you wouldn't have to describe the episode to them in this much detail. Okay, but have you seen the episode with with the yes. whorehouse? Yes. Where it's a it's a good episode. I I agree. That's why they could go watch it if they wanted to. Um, I I don't know if you've noticed this. Um. <laughs> Emily is currently sticking her foot into your crotch. Yep. Yeah. That's why I'm drinking. Yeah, it's going to just going to get too drunk to follow through on this because I know I will if I don't just black out. It's going to be really weird at work with Mark tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, it's not going to be He doesn't good. seem to be noticing though. Yeah, which I don't know. It, it's he's, like he's both not paying attention to his wife and not paying attention to you. Which are the two things that are happening? Yeah, I. It, what's what's going on, Mark? I don't know. It well, it's what's weird about it is that, you know, obviously you encounter swinger couples, mm. you know, and that's an, a different that's level a different, of that's a different animal. This is not yeah. what we're dealing with. Yeah, right now. yeah. It's it's definitely gross and uncomfortable when you like get invited to somebody's dinner and then all of a sudden you realize that the husband is trying to talk you into fucking his wife. That's also gross. In a different yeah, way. Yeah, I mean. Um, but this is just, it's its very strange that he doesn't seem to be aware of what's going on. Yeah. 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 And uh, again, I may need you to talk me out of this um, in a couple hours when you're done summarizing this one episode of Firefly. <laughs> it's a really good episode. I know it is. I, no one's disagreeing with you on that. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. <laughs> That Thanks, was, man. You're right. That was a banger. That was good. <laughs> Come up with more of those. <laughs> I have shot my wad with the two that I've done. Uh, Jack, what's good? Mm. So um, I have gone back and forth in my head about whether I wanted to do this one, and you, as my best friend, you can kind of exercise your judgment over if this is too personal or too cringe. Or whatever, or just too long of a story. It's definitely too long of an introduction so far. Mm. I can tell you, <laughs> tell you that much. 
All right. Well, don't steal my <laughs> don't steal my bit of telling people they talk too long. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> um, now I, I fucking fucking more than a decade ago, I had a girlfriend who um, was a very beautiful and remarkable person, and God knows what she saw in me um, as, as a fucking twenty four year old shithead. Um, and like we, we kid around on the show about my dating life or lack thereof, but like uh, real talk, I think like now I, I have a lot to offer. You would definitely be making a very specific choice to date me, but I do have a lot to offer. Yeah. It's not an objectively bad choice, but it is a specific one. It's very specific, (laughs) but I do have specific things to offer. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like a a weird ethnic restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say just like a a very eye catching outfit. Mm, yeah, we're just like sure. that is that yep. is. It's not bad, but it's it like, is specific. Actually, I'm gonna. Uh, I just decided on what my what's good is gonna be, and it's gonna be an example of the kind of outfit I'm talking mm. about. But you finish your thing okay. first. Um, anyway, but, but 24. I was I look in retrospect. I'm like I had fucking nothing to offer anybody. What the fuck was going on there? Yeah, I sucked shit when I was 24. Yeah. yeah. And it, listeners, if you're 24, you suck shit. Yep. Take like, that, 24-year-old s- listeners. Sorry, bro. <laughs> um, but we dated. I mean, we we kind of did the off on and off again thing for a while. We dated for like on and off for like two or three years. Um, and uh, I, I mean, every every failed relationship or whatever you want, every breakup, whatever you want to call it. Um, is a dialectical like there are two two sides to yeah. the failure but yeah, i course. take the vast majority the responsibility for this one okay um i was a terrible boyfriend and uh at one point like when it was finally off again she had this was in like 2009 ish yeah something like that and uh this was back when everybody like when facebook was much more of a thing than it is now I think different for thing. people our age, yeah, very different thing. Uh, and it it it, moder- it modulated this social dynamic a lot more than it, I think it does now, really. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but she had uh, just blocked me on Facebook and cut off all content mm-hmm. or all contact and content, I guess. Yeah, it's blocking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, which is like, yeah, I mean, it, it made sense at the time. But it sucks, it def- especially well, it, when you're the one being blocked. Sure, it's it's sort of when you're doing the blocking, it's definitely an empowering thing, or at least it is. Yeah, for me. and then, like I'm I'm simplifying the story a lot, but yeah. like you know whatever. Um, but and it was someone that like you know I mean I I think I ran into her one time, four years after that, and we were like cordial or whatever. And you know and as somebody like i would occasionally like think about and wonder like oh, i wonder how she's doing and you know like you know how every yeah. everybody looks their exes up on facebook and yeah. it, it was always like well, no i either she deleted her facebook which would make sense or she still has me blocked and has just forgotten about it which will also make sense anyway um like a few days ago she just apparently thought about me enough to go into her settings and unblock me and friend request me that's cool. Which I don't even know how to unblock somebody. It's it's in there, but it's not that it easy. It seems to like it's probably actually the easiest way to unblock somebody is to block somebody, and then it takes you to your list of blocked people, and then you can just, 
just block a new person. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, here are the list of people you've blocked. And you're like, okay, thank you for the reminder. Nah. I still don't want to talk to that person. I really like to imagine that's how it is. It's just like, all right, who do I fucking hate? I want to not hate someone anymore, but who's going to have to take their place in hell? Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's, no, I don't think that's cringe at all. But did you guys have a conversation? Mm. No, no, I mean, she hasn't reached out to me, and I'm, I haven't reached out to her. I don't think I'm going to. It's just... No, it's good to know It's just that like, a, it's it's a nice feeling to just be like, all right, well, uh, this was a long time ago, whatever, but like somebody that, with whom I was, you know, very intimate for a long time with, um, not only doesn't like resent me, or like maybe does or whatever, but like, like has it, like some sort of like nostalgia that overpowers the resentment. To the point where they still think of me and and still and like have want to just like just put it to bed. Yeah, you know? it's nice knowing that you're to a point where you can where where you're like at least okay. Even if you don't have the impulse to go out of your way to interact with that person, that you're okay with if like if that happens. Sure. Um, like I this uh, a somewhat similar thing. It wasn't as as long a relationship, but it was one where when it was over, I was. Uh, Matt. Well, like we tried being friends for a little bit, but then she started dating somebody else, and I yeah. you know, was clearly not okay with that. And so I cut off all contact with her. Um, and uh, and it was I don't know, it was not a very not a super long relationship, so it wasn't a super long time uh, that I got over it. And maybe a year or so after uh, we had broken up, um, she was at my gym, and. Uh, I saw her, I was like at, at the weights or whatever and uh, saw her in the mirror like kind of like walk into the doorway, see me, walk back out the doorway, but she had to walk that, like walk by that way to, so I just saw her go through the process of like processing how she was going to deal with it if she had to interact with me because the mm. last interaction that we had had was not very cool and then, you know, saw her walk by me and didn't make a big deal out of it, but I just texted her and I was like, hey, I'm not like weird anymore, so... <laughs> If we well. end up having to interact with each other at the gym, I'm I'm cool. And she's like, "Okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know." And that was pretty much it. We haven't talked since. And then, then you're I'm- like, "Have you seen this episode of Firefly?" <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, it's called text one of it's seventy-eight. Called, it's called hor- <laughs> it's called Art of Gold. It's about a whorehouse. <laughs> um. Anyway, but no, that's that's I guess to a larger point. Like I think. I mean, the big theme of 2020 is the you know, the worst year ever, like the podcast says. Yeah. Um, but also, like, yeah, things are bad, and things are going to get worse for pretty much everybody. Yeah, like I, re- I, I don't see an, I don't see an, a way out of. Yeah, I what's keep, coming other I, than definitely nothing. I'm going to talk about on the on air. I want it to be better. Super yep. do. I don't think that's going to do the trick. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think so either. Um, but and I that, don't, but that being said, like I think that. Maybe that'll. It's definitely given me a lot of context to just be like, man, I gotta let go of all the like petty st- shit, all the stuff that. It, well, it just it makes a lot a lot of things that didn't seem petty seem petty now. Yeah, you know, because like petty is is uh, that's a kind of arbitrary measurement. Like yeah. you can it's you can kind of put scale. that line wherever you want. Yeah, the line's pretty fucking high for me now, and yeah. it's kind of like yeah, I don't <sighs> compared to what's coming and what's already here. You can just kind of fucking calm down about a lot of the the yeah. grievances you've had, and yeah, it's, and it's time, and time and honestly, that that will help you help sustain you through what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You want to hear mine? My what's good? Yes. Okay. And th- this is, <laughs> I, I hadn't decided actually when we hit record, but you uh, mentioning that you are a specific choice um, brings me back to our conversation about Reddit. Mm. So um, I told you I'm on a uh, sewing group on Reddit, yeah. which is, it is such a perfect example of the kind of Reddit groups that we were talking about, yeah. where it's just so pure and everybody's p- posting pictures of like, hey, here's this thing that I sewed out of some old curtains. And everybody's like, that's amazing. You did such a great job. Yeah. That looks so good. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> um, and this dude posted, and he look, his picture's not in the frame, uh, but based on his, based on his, his uh, like fitness level and torso, I'm guessing he's like early 20s, like fit dude, like pretty, like, you know, pretty beefy, beefy guy, and he's and he's sewing, and he seems to really like it, and he has sewn himself this. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, one onesie, not onesie. That's not the uh, uh, romper. He's sewn mm. himself a romper that is um, uh, white or like to- like a, like an off white beige uh, terry cloth romper tank top with a little pizza. A little slice of pizza embroidered over the heart, <laughs> and then like a belt, and then shorts. So it's sh- like man's shorts mm. romper, terry cloth, th- and it's just this ridiculous outfit. It's just this like, and he's like, man, I wish I had the balls. So that was just like his comment when he posted the pictures. Like, I wish I had the guts to wear this out. And every single person in the comments was like, dude, just do it. If you cannot wear that, nobody can wear that. Like you, uh, the, you made it. You made it, and you fucking like you look as good as a person could possibly look in that. You like fucking wear it, man. Right. Do it, and you know what? You will meet your goddamn wife that night. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you you made it. You love it, and the the person that you should be with for the from the for the rest of your life needs to look at you in that outfit and be like, yeah, that's something. That's funny. That reminds me of something. Uh, just a, like a random. Uh, thought that I had on my way over here, which was, I mean, I was thinking about like the, my what's good story. Um, but I was also like, I was thinking about like, just like attraction, like romantic attraction and how mm-hmm. it's really largely based on vibes. And yeah, like I'm really into women who like the show Firefly. Mm. I like big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> actually don't really but <laughs> no but that was the right thing to say right yeah there. i know anyway where were you actually uh, going with that <laughs> so i mean it's, it's it's largely like based on like just like I think, like, by and large, people don't really know why they're attracted to somebody else. They just you just kind of like meet somebody and you're like, "Yep, that one." Yeah, often I mean, you can you can find because there are like plenty of people I know, or even or even like like pop culture like celebrity figures where it's like that is an objectively attractive person, but I, it does not do anything for me. Yeah, and so, but anyway, the point I'm I'm making is like if it's based on vibes. The only way you can make yourself more attractive to the people that are going to be attracted to you is to just vibe harder. Yeah. Which that jumpsuit or romper or whatever, 
that is vibe, that is maximum vibes. That is turn it to eleven yeah. on your vibes. And listeners, you can get the your vibe harder and maximum vibes shirts <laughs> on our T Public store because I'm definitely designing those two shirts uh, and link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm in an uncharacteristically positive uh, mood today, but yeah, I think I'm um, sure. I'll, I'm sure by the time I've watched the episode, that'll. <laughs> be all gone <laughs> oh right we have to watch star trek I almost <laughs> forgot. uh so do you want to get we didn't uh we didn't do this actually you know what we we also didn't do what happened last week and since last week was a fucking clip show and it was probably no nothing, nothing happened last it, week yeah nothing fucking happened so what happened last season jack <laughs> god <laughs> they decided data was a guy yep they decided data was a guy that's pretty much um, the in, only in the in the non-gender sense like yeah yeah in the in the sort of yeah, gender sense. Um, uh, I think that's the only important thing. That's that really in, the only thing that I. Uh, oh, and they and they encountered the Borg. Oh, and uh, 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 Worf knocked up his baby mama. Yes. Yeah. Worf. Uh, we don't Worf, actually. Worf hit it raw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to guess what this week's episode is about? <laughs> What's the title? It's called Evolution. Mm. Nope. I'm going to say it's about a uh, a holodeck. Charles Darwin, something, something. You usually know, though. I do, and I'm wrong, but oh, I'm okay. I'm just saying that to say it. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to recommend something? Oh, we fuck! I forgot about that. We're forgetting all of our. Segments. We're forgetting all of our things. Uh, well, we added the what's good segment, which has been really good so far. Yeah, I like the what's good segment. Um, I want to recommend um, not tearing your entire house apart and building a new house. <laughs> While still living in the house, but it seems like it's going so well for you. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's going fantastically. Like, I, it's it's really cool watching it come along. It's really satisfying, like the amount of the work that I'm doing myself and everything. Um, so I genuinely am getting a lot out of it. But at the same time, it's like living in chaos. I'm uh, probably this week we're going to do the uh, electrical switch over because we got to upgrade the electrical service, which means that the power will be out in the house for probably two days. Jesus Christ. So I'm going to have to move into uh, either Catherine's apartment or my parents' basement mm. uh, for a couple of days. So that's chilling good. Yeah, um, I don't have, I don't have, I don't, <laughs> I can't help you with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I mean it's like I said. Uh, it, 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 Do you want to sleep in a tent in my yard? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Mm. Uh, it is it is absolutely worth it to accomplish what what we're accomplishing. Um, and I'm fortunate that I uh, get to take a week off between jobs, so yeah. I'm not I'm I'm unemployed this week for the first time in 13 years. Um, so that's pretty nice. Uh, so what was I saying? I'm recommending something. I don't know. You're, you're recommending not doing this. I'm <laughs> recommending not doing this. Uh, I'll second your recommend, recommendation on the laundry files. We haven't talked about that in a while, but I'm into mm. book two of the laundry files on mm. audiobook. Um, and I just finished uh, the the last of the released num- book number eight of The Expanse. Um, absolutely recommend uh, both of those still and again. And also, obviously, recommend watching the show Firefly. Boy. <laughs> Didn't know what I was doing when I did that intro. <laughs> no, you didn't. I don't know. I, mean, I did. I don't know why. I like. I don't know why you didn't know that. Yeah, you really should. I sort of did. <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend an Instagram account called "I Stand with Biden." <laughs> um, 
have you seen this yet? No. It fucking whips. It's <sighs> um it is a satire account um lampooning neoliberalism <sighs> at large um as personified by Joe Biden. It's and it's quotes from and it's fictitious quotes from um sort of marginal media people and and uh, some people you'd recognize and then some people you definitely won't unless you're on too much on twitter which please don't be too much on twitter yeah i'm trying to be less on twitter um (laughs) the the first one that comes up is a quote from rachel maddow that says under a Biden administration, we'd have more emotional stamina to research the right products to buy. <laughs> you want to talk about freedom? This is freedom. Informed consumption. <laughs> so it is. Uh, and like whoever's doing it is fucking prolific because there are 210 of those. Jesus Christ. Um, and it I came to my attention four days ago. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, listeners, follow I Stand with Biden. And if you're not already following, follow us at Star Trek Sucks on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, follow us too, I guess. I'm pretty okay at memes. <laughs> no, your memes are great. Uh, no, I know. I'm not, I'm not making enough of them. I need to be making more memes. Mm. I didn't make a meme for today's episode. And I, I, yeah. How dare you not spend time making memes <laughs> while you're demolishing and rebuilding your house? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, listeners. Well, I contribute virtually nothing to this show other than sitting here being an absolute asshole. I mean, you you watched me oil my wood earlier. Mm. We weren't going to talk about it on the <laughs> pod, but sure. <laughs> All right, listeners, we're going to... Oh, wait, wait. Did we talk about it? We didn't talk about it. No, we, <laughs> oh, did. Yeah. No, we did. We did. We did. Okay. okay. We're going to go watch Evolution, and then we'll be back. Okay. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leal Cardoza. Brad is jacking off. Mm. <laughs> still as funny as it was. Still pretty good. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty not bad. Yeah, it's not that I good. It was boring. It was it was long. It was yeah, very, it was very slow. Yeah, um, and the B plot. Just, oh, God, who could possibly care? I mean, I was more invested in the C-plot, which was you trying to get your dog to lay down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so the Enterprise is in a binary star system where the uh, pulsar or the neutron star pulls matter Mm. off of the red giant, and then every 190-whatever years it... Does a big boom. Yep. It's a Nova. Um, that's what a Nova is. But I, uh, I got really deep into the death cycle of stars the other day on Wikipedia. Oh. Because I'm cool. Oh, so that <laughs> uh, so that's, an, that's a Nova as opposed to a supernova, which completely destroys the s- star. Or no, no, no. When it goes supernova... Well, a supernova it- will re- either result in a neutron star or a black hole. A Nova is where either a white dwarf... Or I guess a neutron star, in theory, um, gathers enough fi- uh, fusionable material around it to actually start fusion again. Hmm. Um, but but since it's just like a, a outside layer of fusionable material, it just all fuses at once, and it's like bap. 
Okay. And it's it's very bright for a yeah. Minute. I I got the I got the impression that there was some hard science, although they never made any even attempt to explain what the the MacGuffin like is doing. Yeah, we just have this doctor who yeah. is who's very, trying to who's trying to send what he calls an egg into yeah. the explosion of the Nova for science. Science did science at it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's very important to him that he does that. Yeah. Um, also, it's uh, Doctor Kelso from Scrubs. It, it, it's also um, okay. So, actually, my very first Which is very hard for me to ignore. <laughs> my very first note um, is that this episode is rated PG thirteen, and you know how when the ratings come up, it tells you what <laughs> it's sex rated? and fear, sex and fear, <laughs> which neither of which were involved in this at all. I mean, I can see the fear. Sure, I. I mean, I guess. But yeah, I don't know what sex they're talking about. Unless they're talking about the nanites. Well, or if they're talking about Wesley's dating life. Which is barely addressed. Yeah. It is the most half-assed and I and uncareaboutable B-plot. He that- is literally on screen with some girl who doesn't have a name and I'm guessing never comes back again. Definitely does not. For 1 second. We don't even know whether that's or not That's his she's dating a, that's that's how much his dating life is represented in this. Yeah, we don't even get to find out whether or not she's a bear. I'm guessing yes. Yeah. Once you go bear you never want to not go there. Sure. Hey, there it is. There it is. Um <laughs> I do have to say I had a moment of like sympathy for Will Wheaton uh as a teenager being on this show because the first shot of him is like passed out with his face on a desk and it's a really close up shot and you can very clearly see his <laughs> yeah his well and his terrible acne. Yeah. Um yeah. and uh, yeah just going through also like, this show is not shot for even shitty like what we think of as a shitty outdoor TV now yeah. is way better than anything anybody conceived of when they were shooting this TV Yeah, that's show. true. That's true. Um, um, but yeah, so our B plot, so Gates McFadden is back, mm-hmm. uh, which overall I think will be a, po- although I don't know, by the by the end of season two, I mean, we hated fucking Pulaski really hard uh, for through most of season two, and she fucking sucked when she first showed up, but uh, honestly... I, I had grown to a, accustomed to her bullshit. Yeah. Um, and now that yeah, now that Gates McFadden is back, I'm kind of like, eh, here's yeah. this like squishy fucking lib, you know? Well, and she comes into Picard's office, and it, we find out that she's there to talk about uh, the fact that she doesn't know her son, but I really felt like when she walked in, because she's got like this, she's got a new hairdo, she's got a little bob going on, and she's got mm-hmm. like kind of a, uh, a a fashionable jacket. And I'm like, did you just come to the captain's office to find out whether you guys were still going to have the same fuck right. energy? Whether, you're not, whether or not you're vibing? Yeah. It's kind of... Kind of seemed that way. Kind of seemed that way. And then you start talking about your shitty kid. Yeah, and I really want... <laughs> she's like... No, tell me about him. Like, as he like starts telling her about his service record or whatever. Yeah, she's like, "No, tell me about him. What has he been up to?" And I was like, "Well, he tried to fuck a bear." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, "I want to know whether or not he's ever been in love." Yes. Yep. yep. With he, a bear, he fell in love with a bear who knew about magnets. Yep. Yep. He did, and oh, the old magnet bear, <laughs> the old magnet bear. Uh, yeah. So uh, the crux of the story is computer malfunctions that we find out are completely Wes's fault. Yeah, Wes um, causes the AI singularity as homework. Yeah, um, which I think two episodes ago he was building an 
antimatter <laughs> creation device. Yeah. As homework. What the fuck class is he in? <laughs> yeah, he accidentally uh, lets What is loose. going on with he, Wes's education? Well, and he also accidentally, like, the plot of this is similar to the, uh, the sci-fi novel plot that I've been threatening to actually write for so long mm. <laughs> that somebody creates a, a technology that's capable of self-replicating and it becomes self-aware and then it starts causing absolute chaos through its replication process. Right. Um, yeah. So, the, it's, so yeah, the computer starts f- f- and they have this whole fucking long drawn out thing about, hey, I wonder if we should leave. <laughs> it's yeah, like, which, yeah. yes, yep, go yeah. right now. Yeah. Fucking the dip, dip out of there. Yeah, the fucking tin can that y'all re- rely on in order to not be dead ain't working good. Get go away before it starts working worse. Yeah, go to a place that can help it make it go good again mm-hmm. so you're not all die. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That should be basic fucking protocol. And of course, our doctor, uh, our professor guy is like, no, my personal lifetime achievement egg is more important than anybody on this ship surviving including me because my egg yeah because um, of my egg so i want to talk about the scene with where west talks to guinan about about how he created the ai singularity as homework let's let's make it really clear too west has realized what is going on yes he hasn't told anybody he ha- and his first step is to put a bunch of mouse traps around the ship yep uh, that ought to do it. Yep, that'll do. Yeah. Uh, but also, Guinan <clears throat> constantly brings up Dr. Frankenstein as an example of somebody whose creation got away from him, which is not what that novel is about. Nope. That is not what modern Prometheus is about. Nope. It's about how no one would accept a creation of that Yeah. sort of horror and magnitude also Guinan's not human Mm. and she is extremely old so i guess the idea that she would be intimately familiar with like a depth of human literature she's just read a lot of stuff from just everywhere um which brings to mind like well actually that actually maybe makes it make more sense because she maybe is just like sort of casually encountered frankenstein well, and she and doesn't really know what the story is about. Which she makes, like if you don't, if you only have like a very surface level of understanding of it, like the writers of this show, it actually makes sense that she would be like, yeah, so Doctor Frankenstein. Well, but she also makes the statement that she personally knew Frankenstein as if he were a historical figure. I think she was being maybe I don't know. I mean, there wasn't a there wasn't a Doctor. Do you think there was a Doctor Frankenstein? No, no, but. <laughs> I believe that the writers might have believed that. God, the show sucks. Oh, we didn't a, talk about how we're we're launching into season three, and, it's a and great show. Everybody says season three is supposed to be better. This this episode not better. I'm this gonna, episode is terrible. Oh, I'm going to disagree. I think this episode is better than a significant portion of seasons one I and two. Don't. The, but the no no no. So. The production quality is better. Like a lot of the the filming techniques and stuff like that. Sure, they bought. Okay, shit. fine. They bought better cameras. <laughs> I'll give you that. Fine, man. And I Jesus, still, I still think this is better than a lot of episodes from seasons one and two. Okay, well, um, and we're moving on. <laughs> Yeah, I so I realize I I I didn't remember what uh, what this episode was, but then I when we finally got into the plot, I remembered watching this episode. Um, oh, <laughs> we got the good job data. 
Uh, oh, damn it. That's what I wanted to do for the intro music going into the scene. Oh, so I wanted fuck. to pull up Stars and Stripes What forever. a missed opportunity. You can probably <laughs> fix that in post, right? Yeah. Or, or you're not tearing things off of your house. I could I could grab it right now on the phone, but I'm not gonna. No. We all know I didn't. Uh, but yeah, John Philip Sousa starts playing. God. So the com- so any so the nanites um, are eating the computer so that they can continue to self replicate. Um, apparently, the computer whatever the computer is made of is like uh, ideal food for them. Yeah, which yeah, fine. That yeah. actually makes sense. Yeah, whatever. Sort yeah. of. Um, which is making the computer go all fucking nutty. And so the computer starts. Uh, first, it does a bunch of chess moves, which yeah. I actually tried to keep track of, but couldn't. It was very yeah. fast. Um, not as good at chess as I pretend to be. I'm sorry, everybody that I've let down. Well, we just lost all of our listeners. Yep. Goodbye, all three of you. Yep. Um, and then and then it starts playing Stars and Stripes Forever. And Picard is like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and Data's like, it's John Philip Sousa, sir. <laughs> I've he, got he, this. He doesn't actually raise his hand. And also, I don't know why I clarified that, because you couldn't see me raise my hand. <laughs> if you're listening to this. But he, he might as well have just raised his hand and said, I know what this song is and who composed it. <laughs> and just, and it's like, again, I choose to believe that Data is just doing this as a bit. I mean, because that's the best. It's that's hilarious the, if he's yeah, doing this as a bit. hilarious. Just like the, the ship is in probably mortal danger. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so annoying when I do this. <laughs> They're gonna fucking hate this. Gonna Everybody's be... gonna hate this so much. <laughs> <gonna be> great. <laughs> oh god damn it. Um, yeah. So they figure out what it is, and uh, fucking they start talking about how it's, it's. Here's the thing that drives me nuts: is that Stubbs is right. They should just fucking exterminate them. Yes, that's absolutely the correct. Oh, it might be intelligent. Doesn't matter. You are definitely all in mortal danger here. Yeah. If, Take whatever data if an you intelligent, can. If an intelligent life form is 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 an existential threat to me, and the only option is to kill it, well, probably going to kill it. <laughs> also, from a scientific perspective, all you did was release nanites on a ship. You have more nanites and you have more ships. Right. Recreate the experiment. But in like under, a, contr- under controlled circumstances, maybe don't let a seventeen-year-old run it yeah. by himself yeah. for homework. Don't let a child be involved at all. I'll go ahead and yep, yeah. Um, but uh, Stubbs is like, well, if if a mosquito bites you, you don't wonder if the mosquito is intelligent. You just call an exterminator. Who the fuck calls an exterminator for mosquitoes? That guy. Yeah, that guy sucks. Um. So yeah, he starts a war. He decides to go mm. fucking full John Wick on the nanites and uh, just shoots a bunch of them, and then they shoot him back. Do, do, what do you think the movie John Wick is about? Exterminators. Mm. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah, they should. Uh, they should fucking. They should have fucking killed yeah. them all. I mean, we uh, we get into the question of are the nanites a guy? Yeah. Um. Which it takes a really long time for Data to speak up on that particular subject. Yeah, Data's sort of a uh, race traitor, sorta. I guess at least not speaking up very quickly. Yeah, on a subject that he has he's specific a, personal knowledge about. He's a robot, Uncle Tom. Yeah, uh, Uncle iMac. We can probably top that. And Uncle 
Uncle Siri. Uh, sure, <laughs> Uncle Siri. There you go. Aunt Alexa. <laughs> Aunt Alexa. <laughs> Um, but he makes up for it by offering to get possessed. Yeah, which bad Worf don't Worf. God damn! When Worf is the only voice of reason, <laughs> I feel like we need a sound effect for whenever Worf is the only voice of reason because it happens too often. Yeah, but I, Worf is like, you're gonna let them possess a Starfleet commander. I'm, I'm, that seems. I mean, he he says it much more straightforwardly. But like, yeah, don't let this don't do that. Immersion intelligence possess a Starfleet commander. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why? What good could come of it? We've already established that you can communicate with them. So you could just type some more. Yeah. You typing. You you made the offer via typing. Fucking. What t- are you doing? Try try video chat first. Fucking FaceTime. Did you even try FaceTime? Did you even? God damn it. Are they uh, a Zoom crowd? You could try Zoom. Yeah. Fucking go to meeting, whatever. Um, yeah. And it was at, so they finally figured it out and everything's fine and they launched the egg and it science. Yep. And uh, and then we get back to our fucking B plot, which. No, I, no. Hang on. Oh. They also send the nanites to colonize a planet. Oh, yeah. Which that never comes back again. That absolutely and should come back. Really should come back. That should again. be the end of the show, where they are just, dist- it's just terminate. It's ter- it's the movie Terminator. I wonder- check out the movie Terminator. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> what would happen if the nanites met the Borg. Super Borg. Well, would it be Super Borg or would be uh, would they be because uh, because the nanites don't really need any like flesh at all i wonder if the nanites would like take over the borg ship and like borg the borg yeah that's what i mean by super borg oh okay borg the borg borg, borg. <laughs> dude, dude. borg you borg. gotta make that t-shirt too borg <laughs> dude, borg dude. somehow got cybernetic meatballs on it <laughs> So they fucking figure it out. They send the nanites to a well, and it's just, it, it that fucking doesn't make any goddamn sense because the nanites flourished on the ship because the ship has has resources that, that they can use to make more nanites. Yeah, you send. I mean, it, it will slow down their evolution. I, I mean, guess. they're gonna have to mine for metal and shit. Yeah, um, but still, like. That's going to be a problem in like a hundred years. Yeah. Like a big fucking problem. Yeah. It's going to be a real big problem because you know what they're going to do? They're going to turn that whole planet into a spaceship. Yep. And they're going to have a planet-sized spaceship. Yep. And if we've learned anything from the Star Wars, it is that planet- You got to watch out for planet-sized spaceships. Yep. Watch out for planet-sized spaceships. <laughs> As my poopa always said. Uh, your poopa was on a lot of drugs. Yeah, he sure was. Uh, do you want to guess what happens next week? Mm. Oh, I thought we were resolving the B plot still. I do not care. Um, I have, <laughs> I have two notes about the the scene after where the episode should have ended. Yep. Um, one just says, "Oh, good, it's still going." Yeah. Um, and the second one is so. Crusher's talking to Guinan, and Guinan's like, yeah, I mean... 
They're talking about mom stuff. Right. And Guinan's like, yeah, one of my sons is 200 years old and we're starting to come around or whatever. So there's a problem with Guinan that the writers keep doing to themselves, which everything she says implies a much more interesting story than the one that's being told on screen. Yeah. Like earlier, she's like, ask any of my husbands about locked doors. And you're like, yeah, no, let's. Could we actually check out what's going on with that yeah, instead can, of this bullshit with the nanites? Yeah, can I hear that story, please? Because this is fucking boring as shit. Yeah. And then she does it again. <laughs> and it's like, I don't think you guys realize that you're dunking on yourselves. I, this. I really want an expanse series st- type of like. Well, and, and actually, I, I 100% bet. Uh, that there are novels with it because there's shitloads of Star Trek novels. Mm. Uh, I oh, 100% yeah. bet that there are a shitload of Guinan novels. I bet they all just suck, explore. Though, but, yeah, they might. Um, um, but yeah, but uh, I guess it makes sense if they're like, hey, we'll keep them coming back by teasing that you might find out what's going on with this crazy Guinan character. But then they keep never doing that. But they never do it. And it just reminds you every episode that better stories exist than these. Yep. Because these aren't very good. Um, so next week, the episode is called The Ensigns of Command. God, another Wesley episode? Yeah, I think it is. Kind of, Jesus Christ. I think so. Yeah, season three is way better. <sighs> Bye. I was right. I am in a worse mood now. If you believe in capital punishment, you can fuck off a banana's tree. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. When you talk that shit about Star Trek, it's like you just harpooned a baby. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. And if you prank call people at the old folks home, that's fine, but you better not tell them Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. Once again, if you believe in capital punishment, you can fuck off up the nation. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks.